I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to episode two of Droid, written by Margaret Gillies, read by Anna O'Donoghue. Maureen, says Professor Colin Cassidy gravely. His wife walks into the room. She half expects him to tell her that he's been diagnosed with terminal illness or that one of his close friends has died. This is the fecker I was telling you about, says Cassidy, gesturing wildly at the television. Maureen looks at the screen. She's a slim woman in her late 50s. She has degrees in sociology, women's studies from UCC and has attended numerous Repeal the Eight rallies. A tall, burly man in a grey suit sits across from a reporter in a showreel on RTE News Now. The ribbon at the bottom of the screen reads, Professor Tracy Eppinger, Head of Advanced Robotics at Trinity College. Tracy, says Maureen. Do you hear him, says Cassidy, stepping up, brushing down his coat, taking credit for everything. If a UCC student gets lucky after that master's, he'll be sticking his head into RT News saying it was all him. Dirty cunt. Is that his real name, says Maureen. She glances at her husband who shifts from side to side, glowering at the screen. Colin Cassidy was born in Aberdeen in Scotland. He moved to Cork after meeting Maureen. He has pale orange hair with white streaks and a failed attempt at a moustache. He pad pads angrily out of the room over the delicate, hairy carpet. Is Tracy not a woman's name? presses Maureen. Of course it is, says Cassidy, storming down the hall. Suits him down to the ground. He slams the door. Luca and Eden are in the basement of his mam's house. I want to show you something, says Luca. Eden has long brown hair and hazel eyes. She's been with Luca for seven months. She made a conscious decision not to join the UCC Feminism Society. But even she wonders what Luca could be after with this. The basement is dingy and packed with pool tables and ancient desktop computers and piles of cardboard boxes. Everything is preserved in a fine shower of dust. The air is noticeably thinner down here. Luca and Eden weave their way through the towering, narrow jungle of stuff before they reach a small clearing where an ominous-looking figure stands draped in a red tablecloth. There's a smell of oil, strong enough to feel dangerous. Eden winches. The figure is taller than her. The tablecloth hangs limply just above its stiff knees. It's wearing loose black joggers and old brown boots. Jesus, Luke, says Eden. Have you stuffed a dead body or what? Luca whisks off the tablecloth. Standing before them is a robot he's been building for the past two years. It looks freakishly human. From a distance, it would look like a real person. Up close, it's uncanny. Eden reaches out and touches the robot's shoulder. It feels hard, just like she's touching a pipe. What's this? said Eden quietly. Grim, says Luca, short for Grimes McNally. He can do pretty much anything a human being can. He turns to Eden. CC has already had a look at it. Eden looks lost. Who's CC again? Colin Cassidy, my professor. Luca walks behind Grim and fidgets with some controls on his back. The robot is an inch taller than him. It has stringy brown hair, pale spongy skin and marble-like eyeballs. Eden swings her hips, looking thoughtful. Does he talk? Yeah. Lucas snaps the switch and Grim instantly looks more alert. Give him time though. It takes him a while to gather his thoughts. CC loves him. He's fair freaked out by him, but he loves him. Eden grins manically at Luca. So, 
if Grimm is so special, could he, like, change the world? Grimm will change Holly Hill, says Luca. Then he'll change the world. On Formative, middle school kids from New York City public schools interview a phenomenal collection of grown-ups. Me, like, I don't know what I want to do. You don't have to have all the answers. I feel like a lot of people's favorite topics are, like, interest in their life. That is a really good answer. The podcast where the leaders of today are interviewed by leaders of tomorrow. Listen now at newyorkedge.org slash formative or wherever you get your podcasts.